Ladies and gentlemen, you may want to switch over to video as Kenny Santucci might be the best looking podcast guest I have had on. The only main competition and no disrespect to any of my other beautiful guests, but number 29, episode 29 with Andre Cruz, another New York City, New Jersey based personal trainer, might want to give him a run for his money. But Kenny Santucci has been all over the place including uh, many TV appearances, has, has gained some popularity there. And uh, I've had the pleasure of, of knowing him through the New York City fitness space uh, for, for over a decade almost, and was excited to get him on, have some conversation, some real deep conversation here. We get into it, and I'm very excited about their project, Strong New York. At the end of the day, we can't go wrong going strong. I love that concept. I'll give credit to a bunch of different people for that. But without further ado, take a listen to Kenny Santucci from Strong New York. And here we go. Hey, we are live with Kenny Santucci. Where are you, Kenny? New York? New Jersey? Uh, I'm all the way I'm all the way out at the end of the world in Montauk. Montauk, New York. I'm at a buddy's place for the weekend. Got some clients nice. out here teaching some classes, doing stuff out here. So, awesome! Yeah, it is summertime over there. All the all the heavy hitters in New York head out to Montauk around this time. That's why Kenny's out there. Uh, <laughs> so finally, we we've been trying to get this going for a while. Glad we finally got on and we're live. Uh, and here we are. If you guys are not familiar with Kenny, you should be one of the top New York City trainers, uh, founder of Strong New York, and uh, I'm excited to talk about that. I'm a huge fan of getting people stronger, and you guys are doing that full force in the greatest city in the world, New York City, um, and we need more strength. So tell us, jump into it, all about Strong New York. Yeah, so the idea behind it was basically, um, you know, I was never the strongest guy. I was never the best athlete. Um but I love the idea of strength, right? I, lo- I love the idea of like being able to pick up the heaviest possible weight you can. And everybody always comes in, especially, you know, years ago with the, all the CrossFit stuff. Everybody's like, well, I can't deadlift and I can't do this. It's like, all right, don't, don't tell me what you can't do. Show me what you can do, you know? And you start to really see people change. You start to really see people start believing in themselves. And I think that's what the world's missing right now is more people who just believe in themselves and, you know, stop using the uh you know excuse that like oh poor me i just got dealt a shit hand and now the world owes me something it's like no if you want something go earn it you want something go work for it um and I, i'm a firm believer in that and i think uh strength training is a gateway drug to uh mental strength and emotional strength you know if i can if i can endure what i can in the gym then things outside the gym become infinitely easier um So that's kind of where the idea came from. Aside from that, you know, I was going to all these seminars and events and uh, traveling around the country, going and listening to different people talk and going to the Arnold and all these different events. And I said, I go, why do I keep having to travel for all this shit? Why isn't there an event in New York? So I decided to kind of throw my own event in New York. Um, A couple of years ago, probably five, six years ago was the first one and then the last one we did was in 2019 right before the pandemic um and we had over 500 people there um so we did this huge in-person event then the pandemic happens fast forward 
um, a little bit. And then we, uh, we were kind of just left to do, figure out what we were going to do next. So we started doing a lot of charity stuff, but then I was like, all right, what else can we do? There's gotta be something else we can do. So I started doing like the group classes and I realized that so many people just needed to do something. They needed to be around other people. Um, so, you know, that becomes uh, a level of strength, right? Can I endure this? What new reality we have and not let it break me down because the suicide rate over the past year was insane. You know, if you start to look at those numbers, it's just staggering how bad it was. Um, so strong New York is basically a lifestyle fitness brand that I want that I created and kind of evolved naturally. Um, but it, uh, we do shirts and stuff like that, but that's just cause I like doing that stuff and I enjoy creating. Uh, I was an art major in college. So people always find it weird that they're like, well, why do you do this? I'm like, well, I just enjoy it. I mean, it was never meant to be some big moneymaker. It's just something I, I like doing. Uh, and then, uh, fast forward a little bit more, you know, we're, we're about to open up a new space on 28th and fifth Avenue, New York, um, in the next month or so, hopefully. And uh, now there's like a home for it. So the idea behind, you know, getting stronger physically so you get stronger mentally and emotionally was basically the whole thought process behind it. And then the event was just a, a, a chance to bring the best people in the world to New York City, the best city. So uh, that's that's it in a nutshell. <laughs> I like I like the camera work <laughs> um, for the for those listening. He, he is in. I like the uh, Indian style. I don't, I don't know if we're still allowed to say that term, but yeah, the. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm looking for a freaking charger for this for the, my head. It's all right, brother. It's all right. We can we can <laughs> we can skip without the the headphones. You're doing good. The audio is good. Um, speaking of that mental strength as well, on top of the physical strength, uh, we did get a question leading up to this uh, recording from Adam Craig, and he wanted to kind of check in about you. I guess he's never heard the story, and those not familiar, uh, Kenny, back in the day, was a reality TV show star. Uh, we, I think that that is an appropriate uh, label, yes? Sure. And, and went through some uh, legal nonsenses, it sounded like. Yeah. And, and again, without going too far into all that, it just sounded like a whole bunch of nonsense. Um, yeah. and, and so Adam's question specifically was, and I didn't want to, uh, you know, have this whole recording without addressing his question of basically how you dealt with it. Was there, did, did you use some, uh, he, he's specifically asking, were you able to use some exercise, some of the strength training to handle some of the stress uh, around that and, and just give us a quick synopsis or, or as much as you want about that whole situation and how you kind of hopefully got stronger coming out of that? Yeah, uh, it definitely was. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy, you know, sometimes I've always felt that all you have is your reputation, right? And you do everything you can to make people, you know, whether I'm training or I'm meeting people out, like I want, I, I, I'm very uh, protective of like who I am and what I want to do. And, you know, everybody wants to put their best foot forward. And I always have. And, you know, listen, television's television. They're, they're trying to create a storyline. They're trying to create nonsense uh, to get viewership. I mean, we're seeing it like crazy right now um, in the media and you know, what, it doesn't matter what side you're on. It's all bullshit. Uh, so at the time it's like, yeah, I got me too before me too was a thing. And you know, it all came out in the wash. It was all bullshit and everything, but it, it's still there. Right. And you still have to deal with it. And it's the day to day that people don't see, you know, whether it's, 
you know, uh, meeting somebody's parents for the first time or your my own parents having to deal with it. Uh, it was a lot. It sucked. Uh, it's definitely meant it's definitely made me mentally stronger for sure. You know, you yeah. uh, you deal with something like that. You're like, wait, this is my reputation. I didn't do anything. You know, it, I think it's easier to overcome something if you actually did something because you're like, all right, I made a mistake. Now I can improve. Mm. And when you didn't do something and you have to like soul search as to why this would have happened, you know, the only answer I could come up with is like, all right, this was here just to test me. You know, this is, mm -hmm. in my opinion, like in my opinion, the only thing worse would be to like be a kid toucher or something. It's like, it's the worst possible thing I could think of, you know? Um, so like I say this all the time as fucked up as this is, but this is my logic. You know, you could, every one of us has been mad to a point where you're like, man, I could kill somebody. I'd kill somebody. Uh, but obviously I've never killed anyone, but you, you could understand in a fit of rage how someone does something like that. Um, you know, or stealing something. You're like, man, if I, I, I don't have anything, I have to go and get it. So you could understand theft. You could understand potentially harming someone in that way, but to do something out of like malice or, you know, what the situation was, I was just like, there's no rhyme or reason to it. This doesn't benefit me. It doesn't benefit anybody in any way. There's no, there was nothing really to it. It was so stupid. So whatever I had to deal with that, but you know, overcoming that, yeah. Exercise and diving into um, kind of life a little bit more, kind of strengthening myself. I'm like, all right, I got to go. I could either, and there was part, there were dark points, you know, I thought about, I thought about taking a bunch of drugs and just fucking forgetting it all happened and uh, kind of moving away and running from it because it was just like hard to deal with. And then I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to keep pushing forward. I'm going to keep doing what I have to do and keep pushing forward. And that's what I did, you know? And it's like, you deal with, I've, I've lost out on so many big opportunities that I could have potentially had that, you know, financially I could have been pretty well off and I lost those. And I could, you could dwell on those and you could think about like what I don't have. It's like, Oh, I could have had this and I could have had that. And it's like, well, the time and effort that I spend on thinking of what I could have had, I should just move forward and try to find something else. And that's what I've done. You know, and I, every time somebody brings up television stuff, I'm like, you know, and it's never that. It's always, oh, I loved you on TV and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Like, I just don't even bring it up. I don't care. It's ne it was never like a, it never defined who I was. I hear you, man. Yeah, that's, uh, there's a lot, lot there to take away and some really good lessons, I think. Hopefully, uh, you know, when, when bad things happen, uh, you know, hopefully we, we can at least, yeah, take some positive out of it. I mean, every time, you know, we, we see death or funerals and things like that, it's always kind of that, that wake up call, uh, you know? So yeah, hopefully some, going through something like that, uh, you know, just really gives you a lot of perspective and it's shitty to go through, I'm sure. But, um, yeah, hopefully makes you, well, now, makes you. Now it's so common. You see so many people who are dealing with it. I mean, everybody, men, women, you know, who, it doesn't matter who you are, politicians and doctors and, you know, everybody kind of deals with this shit now. It's a real, it's a relevant thing at the moment. Um, and I say to anybody out there who's dealing with it, it's like, you're like, well, I didn't even say anything. or I didn't do anything. Or this was from 30 years ago. Yeah. You know, it, it's one of those hurdles. It's, you know, you just keep pushing forward and 
you rack up as many wins as you can and you you kind of get mentally as strong as you possibly can and you don't think about it you know yes if someone's if somebody's willing to judge you on one thing you know if there was a hundred accusations out there about me i'm like man i I should really fucking clean up my act Mm -hmm. you know but if it's one person from fucking 12 years ago and when you start to look into the story and read the facts you're like this is all such bullshit you know anybody with any brains has always reached out to me attorneys different people who've been like i read this and none of this makes sense and i'm like no shit as i give it it sucks but <laughs> it's like it sucks that you have to deal with it so i'm like i know but you know what do i do you know there's no there's no getting around it right so well let's jump ahead man let's jump ahead to the future and and strong new york and and we talked about um you know covid and and uh how how the new york city scene and i'm looking at your social media and Looks like, you know, New York's kind of back. You're out drinking, smoking cigars um, yeah. <laughs> with, with some social social fun and, and all that good stuff. So on top of Strong New York, how do you feel about the, the New York City fitness scene? I'd love to get your perspective. You're, you're right there. That's how we initially met. And, uh, you know, I, I miss it a little bit, but I don't miss all the, the politics and the drama of that, that either uh, of the New York City uh, <laughs> the fitness scene, if you will. But, yeah, how do you feel about, about how it's come back after COVID? Uh, well, I, I wouldn't say it's back yet. You know, I, I think there's definitely, uh, it was, <laughs> COVID was actually kind of a blessing in a way because there were so many people doing so many different weird, shitty versions of fitness, um, you know, that it was, it was almost like a reset button for, mm. for the New York city fitness scene. Um, so it was, it was good. And a lot of people moved out. Um, we got some new people coming in, so that's good. So it's a, like, it's a reboot in a way, which I appreciate. Um, and then, you know, coming back, I think everybody's still struggling a little bit. New York's weird because we didn't get the okay to open up to like June mm-hmm. and most people in June, July, and August. And now people aren't coming back to the office till, uh, till September. So we don't even know what the scene's going to be like come September but I was like you know what just like I did with my apartment I was like I could either double down on myself and stay here in New York and continue to build or I could leave so I got an apartment I stayed and then now I got the gym and I'm staying um and hope hopefully it you know it pays off in the end to kind of you know invest in yourself and do what you have to do and kind of stick it out I know a ton of people who moved on and went to other places and they're doing great because a lot of other places opened up and it's not like New York. New York's very not transient in a way that like people are coming and going a lot, but people are here and they have a house in New York and they have a house somewhere else and they have a house somewhere else. So, uh, you know, they're always gone. I mean, the summers, most people are out East or at the Jersey shore. Um, so hopefully in September, we're going to get a huge influx and that's right around when I'll be opening the gym. So I'll be excited about that. Yeah, you got a, a nice fan saying, uh, we love you, Mr. Beautiful, on there, jumping on the YouTube there. Oh, uh, and, Andrea S., I don't know if that's someone you actually know or just a, a fan out there. But no. <laughs> Feel free to shoot in some questions in the comments there, guys. But, yeah, man, back to back to that New York City scene. And, and that, yeah, anyone not familiar, totally, the, the summer is kind of a, a very quiet, slow time for, for the fitness scene in New York City. But, uh, yeah, as September wraps around and people are get all their kids out to school, that's when you get that influx of folks. And uh, I did want to touch back to one thing with, with the way you guys are putting a lot of the social media out there. I think 
Um, normalizing strength is such an important thing, something I'm a huge fan of. And you guys seem to be doing that with a lot of these pretty girls on the, on the social media. But yeah, <laughs> showing that, you know, these girls can lift some weights and it's not scary and they're not going to get bulky, um, that, which is a big fear. Um, yeah. And again, it, it's, it's, it's fighting against this Gwyneth Paltrow, you know, don't lift anything more than three pounds, these little pink dumbbells, like otherwise you're going to hurt yourself. Or I don't even know what the, the, the rationale of the, you know, that they're throwing out there of, yeah, again, not getting too bulky, but yeah, like, you know, we were talking a little bit before about some stuff you have going on with your back. And, and at the end of the day, again, for these mothers that, that Gwyneth Paltrow is kind of, uh, and I'll keep picking on her cause I don't really love what she's doing for the, the, the health care and fitness space. But uh, yeah, when she's talking about don't lift more than three pounds, like you're going to pick up your kid and your kid probably weighs more than three pounds. So it might be beneficial to be able to deadlift and, and almost every human I've ever interacted with from, you know, a 78 year old grandmother to, to a 12 year old kid, like can lift a lot of weight if you just mm -hmm. teach them how to do it properly. So uh, it, it's criminal uh, to me to not really, uh, you know, as, and as a physical therapist, as I've, I've, I've put in more than half a million dollars in understanding the human body on my side of things, right? So uh, one of the biggest takeaways I've had is if you don't get strong, and this is where, again, I love strong New York. And I love kind of what you guys are doing and, and pushing and really want to emphasize the fact that, yeah, if you, if you're, if you're not keeping your body strong, you, all you're doing is, is throwing money out the window. Yeah. Um, it's, it's crazy. And, and you're just going to keep devolving almost. Um, and, and you're going to be putting yourself in position for chronic disease, for disability, for, for pain and needing surgeries down the line. So, um, yeah, it, it, it's, it's a crazy thing, but yeah, I just wanted to shout out the fact that you guys are are doing a great job of, of kind of highlighting and showing that, uh, you know, there, there's this incredible side of strength that uh, every single human being should be doing it. And there are safe, effective, fun ways to get strong. And, and exactly. you know, again, in that community aspect. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. Do you guys plan to, and, and I know you've done some stuff with like Barbell Shrugged and, and uh, you know, I've, I've, I've listened to you on a couple of podcasts, the one with, uh, Get raw with Rory. That was a fun one. I appreciate you being an old fashioned. Uh, I'll shout that out. That was if, if he was a drink, what what drink would he be? Or I think that was the question. And uh, I the old fashioned was a very smooth answer. I got. I, I'll applaud that one. So, um, <laughs> but but coming back to it is, uh, yeah. Do you guys have um, other than just promoting strength? And and again, I like the in your face. Like let's let's do this. Let's have fun. Um, are you guys tracking any anything on like more? I, I'm gonna nerd out and ask on the on the like the scientific side. Do you look at because uh, I'll, I'll, I'll ramble a little bit more here? Is uh, the science shows that you live longer and you have a better quality of life if you have more grip strength, if you have more leg strength. Uh, you know, the, it just connects these dots. Uh, and and muscle is the organ of longevity is the saying we have here. So and I don't know if you've and you've probably seen Dr. Gabrielle Lyon. She was on um, some of the Barbell Shrugged. Yeah. She's great. Yes. Yeah. So, and she's in New York city. So I just wanted to make sure you know her, but she's one of the biggest advocates of this whole big concept of, of again, just like build strength now so that you're putting in, putting that kind of uh, money into your retirement, your physical retirement account. So coming back to it, I mean, are you guys creating content? Are you, do you guys have a plan with, again, just like promoting the science of strength? I don't know if that's, and, and again, like, it's really cool. I like this, this dynamic here of you're really good. You're, you're, you're probably the best looking guest I've had on here. No disrespect to anyone else. I've had his nickname, as somebody said in the comments, is Mr. Beautiful. Um, but there's that kind of sexy, like, you know, let, let's let do this thing versus 
hey, like, let's have a real conversation. That's where I nerd out on this stuff. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know what the exact question is, but do you have any kind of plans yeah. of balancing that, like, the science versus the, like, the, yeah, let's just get strong. Yeah. So uh, my balance is like the day to day, right? Most people on a day to day basis have a job to worry about, a family to worry about. You know, there are so many real life things that people have to deal with. Um, so for me, I want to make it as seamless and simple and fun as possible on a daily basis. The event, however, is an opportunity for anyone who wants to take it beyond just a daily habit and really learn and understand what they should learn and understand. Um, and that's where I bring in the experts, right? Every event that I've thrown uh, were the people I learned from. Those are the people. So my events, I don't do anything there. I just put the event on and I'm the, and I'm the nucleus of like all these people. So uh, I've had everybody from Steffi Cohen, Jordan Shallows, Dr. Jordan Metzl, uh, Gabrielle Lyons, uh, Don Saladino, like the best people I know and I've got an opportunity to learn from, I put them on a stage and let them teach everybody like, hey, here's the science behind it. Here's the truth. Here's what we understand about the body. You know, your VO2 max is in direct relationship to how well you're going to live, you know, and muscle tissue. It's like you're rapidly losing it as you get older and you need to hold on to it. So you're fighting, you know, your body degenerating. So it's like, if you're not using it, you're losing it even faster. So, you know, I, I watched my grandmother pass away from Alzheimer's and she had a, a osteoporosis. And then my dad had a stroke and then um, all his shit with, uh, you know, getting older and stuff. And I watched two family, multiple family members, but those two very close to me just wither away and die. And had they have taken better care of themselves, like I sat in hospital rooms for hours and days and years with family members, people I care about a lot and watch them wither away. And I'm like, all right, how do I prevent other people that I love? How do I prevent them from dealing with this? You know, and I, I want people, I want everybody to live more gracefully. You know, all these people running around fucking being like, oh, it's great to be fat. It's like, you, you could be okay with it, but if you're not progressively trying to get better, then you're wasting your life. You know, your heart is only so big and it's got to pump blood to your entire body and your, your lungs and your, your knees. It's going to only take so much. So when you get and tear on your body and you know, I, I just want to promote better habits. And I think people who are, who could take care of themselves and are taking care of themselves tend to be more successful in life, in relationships, in business. doesn't matter. Like people are getting better when they're taking care of themselves. Yeah, man, I, I'm a hundred percent with you on that. And, um, we were talking a little offline and you said it was all right to talk about this. So I, that kind of is a nice segue to your, uh, issue you have going on with your back that you were sharing with me and and, and you said you don't mind sharing with the folks here so um i, I do want to use that as a, as a springboard to talk about again you you're somebody who does take care of himself um obviously and then injuries do happen so now the the concept of and and you were asking a little bit of my advice and 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 the current healthcare system we were talking offline again uh, and bringing folks into the the conversation here of you went to see a doctor basically they looked at your mri and they said 
you should never lift anything uh, off the ground and mm-hmm. anything. And, and, and again, I'll, I'll just share your response there was, was like, well, what if, what if I have a kid or what if I want to play with, you know, like, uh, you know, my nephew or, or niece or whatever. Uh, and, and I want to, you know, pick them up off the ground, a, a little baby, my friend's baby, whatever it is. Uh, like, should I not do that? And the doctor's like, yeah, like you can't be a human. You can't live life. Um, and, and again, there's no, that's no disrespect to the doctor. Like they have to tell you what's safe. They have to tell you what is, is probably the, the, in their best interest and, and your best interest. But uh, the, the reality of it is, and this is where we, we went down a path of, of conversation here of the tr- the only way to really fix the back when it is theoretically as damaged as, you know, your MRI might look is to rebuild it and, and have to go through a, a proper process of rehabilitation and, and finding somebody like me who understands and says like, Hey, we need to put you in a year long, like deadlift rebuilding motor control pattern and, and look at your hips and look at your knee and look at your ankle range of motion and all of these things. And like, again, you said you have access to some of these top, uh, you know, clinicians in the field that you bring to your events, uh, but working with them is always a little bit tricky. So uh, I guess the the question is, and, and I would love for you to share, like you said, that experience with uh, the people out there of, of w- what you're thinking of doing with some of that um, and, and where your head's at with having a bit of an injury that, that again, is very common. Uh, low back pain affects over 80% of folks uh, at some point of their lives in, in our population. So uh, yeah, bring us into the fold on, on where you're at with that. And, and I'd love to troubleshoot some of those aspects with you that we were doing a little bit uh, before we went live here. Yeah. So for me, um, you know, just to rewind it back a little bit, I was dropped on my head. I used to wrestle high school and college. Uh, my junior year of high school, I got spiked on my head, you know, doing a move. And uh, they told me to never lift again, never work out again. I'll never wrestle again. You know, I rehabbed and rehabbed and rehabbed. And, you know, my senior year, I ended up winning a, uh, you know, a championship and then district championship. And then in college, I went on to wrestle ball four years. And then after college, I did jujitsu and mixed martial arts and CrossFit and everything else. Had I listened to that first doctor, I probably I would have probably blew my brains out by now because I would have been so unhappy with myself. So I go see this doctor just yesterday, and he's telling me this, and I go, well, listen, no disrespect. You've never even been to a gym before, and you don't know what you can do if you take care of yourself. This has happened, and he basically explained to me that this was degenerative. Like, this would have happened no matter what, if I lifted or not. All my other vertebrae are in great shape. I'm in great shape. My heart rate, everything else is perfect. I'm, and I'm going I'm to jump in for one second, Kenny, because I think this is an important point to this whole conversation of the healthcare system is uh, a lot of organizations in the last year or two have actually come out and said the term degenerative disc disease, which is commonly used and, and was something you were told, is something that has been not prohibited, but, but encouraged to no longer be used yeah. because it's like saying you have wrinkles. And nobody wants to say, hey, you have some wrinkles on your face. But yeah, it's, it's a normal sign of aging. And again, has no correlation to actual disability or injury or pain. So I just wanted to throw that in there. But keep going, buddy. Yeah, he had, he had mentioned that too. He's like, listen, I hate saying it this way, but this is what it is. Anyway, um, he was telling me, he's like, don't do this, don't do that. And I go, I, in all due respect, I'm going to try to figure this out on my own. Um, I'll go see a couple of doctors. Um, I got a couple of good PTs that I want to go see and I'm just going to take a little bit from everybody, you know, and people are like, well, you take care of yourself. Why'd this happen? I go, you know, everyone's going to get to a, a point 
in their life where there's pain or there's injury or something happens. It's like, but I'm strong enough mentally and physically. Like I know we're, we're in the, uh, we're in the thick of the shit because we live this. We're constantly learning about it. We're working with other people who have similar issues. So we, we know what's going on, but for most people, they're not as uh, in the trenches as we are. So helping them understand that like, Hey, you could work through this. You could do something better. You don't need surgery. And that's the journey I want to start to share starting today um, is, you know, helping people understand like, listen, I'm in pain. I get up every morning in pain, um, but I'm not going to stop working out. I'm not going to stop taking care of myself just because even if I, God forbid, lost my fucking legs. I still have my upper body, right? I can put a gun in my mouth and kill myself, or I could just continue to do what I'm doing just with what I have left, right? And I, th- I want to encourage everybody out there to do the same. It's like, if whatever you have, like if my right shoulders kill my right shoulders kill me one day, all right, then I'll do more legs that day, right? I'm still creating circulation through my body. I'm still, you know, kind of, you know, moving around. I'm taking care of myself still. Like the things that we should be doing on a daily basis, um, circulation, creating more collagen, everything. I mean, one of the slogans for strong is there's nothing wrong with being strong, right? There's no downside to it, right? The stronger you are, the better you are, the the more appealing you become. Now people are, oh, well, what about a guy who's on steroids? I'm like, that's a whole other topic. That's a whole other thing. It's like, you know, girls and guys who get to a certain point it's like they're most of them are lying to you telling them you're not doing they're not doing something but for the most part you know people who constantly take care of themselves are in the best shape and they feel the best and they're they're successful i mean there's there's a direct correlation between people who are successful and taking care of themselves mm-hmm. yeah and the uh the old uh when when we were first out in crossfit and i forget what year you kind of jumped into the crossfit fold uh when i was out of fifth ave and all that but uh Back in the day, and I think they had to get rid of this, as was one of the sh- famous shirts out there was, if you can't fix it with fish oil and back squats, you're probably going to die. Um, and, and, you know, that was, that was a little bit of, of the, um, the concept. And, and, the, and the addition I want to put on that and the caveat is really good back squats, right? And back squats that are tailored to Kenny Santucci. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where, again, finding a trainer or a therapist or whatever the clinician and, and you know, the, the, the field of choice. And, and I think that is one of the things that we need to do is clarify like, hey, these guys have the right programming that's tailored with, you know, uh, you know, you have a, a chiropractor, a physical therapist, an acupuncturist, whatever, like you're working with this team that's making sure uh, that you're moving better, that, you know, have, and, and we talked about it also, again, before we went live was having that investment and putting in a few hundred or a thousand dollars if you have the resources to make sure you are doing and getting the best quality of movement that you can. So it's just like hiring a yeah. financial advisor when, you know, uh, you're, you, 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 ha- you, you built up your first $10,000 or whatever. You're like, what should I do with this money? I have 10, an extra $10,000 lying around. And you, you hire a financial advisor and maybe even give them $1,000 out of that to make sure the other 9000 is going to, you know, last you for the next uh, whatever, 30, 40 years, right? So, so that's the kind of idea with the physical uh investment right uh, and and that's where again I, i'm really excited to see what you guys are doing with strong new york and like you said the other the other saying kind of similar is you can't go wrong getting strong uh yeah. you know so so when it comes down to it and again i, I do want to shout out I, I love all your shirts if i didn't have like five thousand shirts here in my closet um because again in the crossfit days it used to be if you dropped into a box you could either pay uh uh a, the drop-in fee of whatever 20 25 bucks or you could buy the t-shirt 
So unfortunately, I have like 300 CrossFit T-shirts. So otherwise, I'd be ordering every single one of the strong New York shirts. But <laughs> don't, don't worry, I'm going to send you some anyway. I got to yeah. jump onto another call and stuff. But all right, Brass, I want to send you some good stuff. But awesome, I brother. Really appreciate the uh, the convo, and I, I definitely want to follow up and kind of get your perspective and your opinion on a lot of this stuff because I, that's that's the next thing I'm going to start to share on social media is kind of my journey through this. You know. What is it? What back pain is? How you can work through it, and how you could, you know, do other things and um, show people, you know, with my, I'm willing to take the risk with myself. And I'm, I know you got to, I know you got to jump off, and I want to be respectful of your time. But the one thing I'm going to do while we're on here is do me a favor, since you're on the video and anyone listening can can check this out. Put one hand on your chest, one hand on your belly, and you might have done this at some point. But take a deep breath in, and so. Have you have you had have you had this assessment done before? No. Breathing. So again, and you said you've seen a few clinicians between the physicians, uh, the doctors, orthopedic surgeons. You said yeah. you've seen a few physical therapists. I think it's criminal, similar to the fact like of, of everyone should get strong. Everyone should be able to breathe better. So how you br breathe right now, I would want to improve that. And I bet you, if we start getting you to breathe more into your belly naturally, more frequently, that's going to take off. 75%, <laughs> you know, I, I don't, I, I don't want to put a number on it, but I've, I've had a lot of experiences with, if you start breathing into your belly, you're actually going to take a lot of the stress off the, the low back. The stomach is the front of the back. So I'm going to throw that out there. I definitely want to continue that conversation with you. I want to be respectful of your time. I do want to shout out again, if you have another second, you had a, another fan here, Chris D loved watching you on the challenge. Uh, you grew into such a beast and I love how passionate you were and pushed everyone to be the best. So glad to see you doing well. And as you were preaching, uh, he, he shouted you out there too. So I do want to be respectfully time anywhere people can find you uh, and Strong New York on the social medias, get it out there. Yeah, just Instagram at Strong New York at Kenny Santucci, uh, kind of follow the journey and uh, hopefully you guys want to jump on board and I'm more than willing and happy to help anybody I can. Awesome, brother. Thank you for your time. We're going to jump off and uh, let you get to your next call and anyone out there, again, if you enjoyed this stuff, I uh, hope you like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Leave a rating review, and we'll talk to you next time. And.